0: I don't want to set the world. Because I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap.
1: <laughs> to chase, at least for a moment, Trump and the maggots off the stage. <laughs> uh,
0: you are fake news. Then, and to get hot, I got a lot of, I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that 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 uh, uh, turned blonde in the sun. Uh,
1: It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail.
0: The fact is we had four dead Americans. Was it because of a protest or was it because of guys out for a walk one night who decided they'd go kill some Americans? What difference at this point does it make?
1: at real Donald Trump at least I will go down as a president welcome to the rising republic peeps comrades the too soon Can we start calling each other comrades now or should we wait until the election results have been confirmed? I mean, we still have to certify things, right? I don't want to be premature in calling people comrades instead of Americans. I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing. I don't want to offend people. You might identify as an American or a comrade. I don't know where I'm going to fit into this equation. I got to say, I saw this coming a mile away. Way back in 2016, there was widespread reports of voting machines that were casting votes that were put in for Trump, throwing them over to Hillary Clinton. So I did a little homework on that. At the time, I didn't, you know, I'm like, okay, who didn't, you know, it's a rigged election. It's a rigged election. The left gets desperate, and they rig things. They can't win fair and square, so they rig things. They lie, steal, cheat, and in some cases, kill. Anyway, I, uh, I wanted to go back after some things recently came to light. So I did some digging, and... Way back in 2016, this was November 8th, so Donald Trump had already been declared the president of the United States. He already beat Hillary Clinton. CBS Associated Press released this email. Not email, sorry, this report. It says, Voters across the country are reporting scattered incidents of seeing electronic voting machines switch votes for Donald Trump to Hillary Clinton. That's interesting, ain't it? I'll click the read more button here. There's no straight Republican or Democrat ticket anymore on the electronic ballot, the caller said. I voted for Trump. I voted for for the Republican governor. And then I pressed the button for the next Republican senator. And the machine changed my vote from Trump to Clinton. I did it four times. Or five times. They called a supervisor over, he said. They were reluctant to push the button. I said, ma'am. You're more than welcome to. I'm not ashamed of who I am voting for. You can push the buttons. Finally, they shut the machine down. All the people behind me lost confidence, he said. I said, it's rigged. That was widespread back in 2016. I remember these things clearly. And I didn't think a whole lot of it until recently, in 2020, four years later, when it starts happening again. And I'm like, this happened four years ago, but on a smaller scale. I knew that Hillary was cheating because of these machines, but I didn't know who was doing it. I knew why they wanted to throw the election, but I didn't know the who. So after some investigation, some things started to turn up. There's a company by the name of Dominion Voting Systems Corp. And they're the ones that design and build, manufacture these voting machines that are in 22 states across multiple counties. And in virtually every single one of these counties, this machine is throwing votes. But where we're seeing the most complications are in liberal, densely populated liberal cities where the electoral college for the entire state could be thrown to biden but this dominion voting system corp has been around since at least 2014 because i did some digging and i found out that dominion contributed to the clinton foundation to their general election and i'm going to put all this information that I'm that I'm 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 telling you right now. The, the first article I read in this article I'm talking or this this information I'm talking about right now. I'm gonna put it in the notes of the podcast, and you read it for yourself. But these people have donated in the past, therefore, they have an alliance. They have an allegiance. They have a preference. There's a an appearance for conflict of interest here. Nobody that makes ballot machines, nobody that makes voting machines, nobody that makes machines that are going to be used in an election should have any kind of preferences or biases towards a particular candidate. And it doesn't even matter if they come out of Canada like Dominion Voting Systems Corp does. They come out of Canada. They have a preference. We all know how they feel about Donald Trump and just so happens that in some of these machines as i have found out there's programs inside of them and this one in particular called avid leader plus systems avid avid leader plus systems there's at least one individual that owns 10% of the stock in this in this program by the name of richard blum do your homework but i'm showing that richard blum is the husband of diane feinstein Again, I'm not a reporter. I'm just sharing with you what I find. I'm an entertainer. Excuse teacher. I'm an entertainer. So, do your own due diligence. Do your own homework. Be an American. Do your studies. Research this thing. And stop drinking the Kool-Aid. This is crazy. 22 states. Almost half of America is being dominated by a a machine that was built by somebody in cahoots with the left. And I haven't confirmed this part of it yet, but uh, some sources and some studies have showed me that when when somebody that holds that much stock in a company like that or a program like that has access to control from home the results of the election. All you gotta do is type into the the system, operate it remotely, and make things move around. You can change votes from this candidate to that candidate. 5,000 here, we're gonna flip it, take 5,000 from him, put 5,000 over here. This is happening across the board, people. Thousands of votes are being subtracted and added to the other candidate. And the crazy thing about this is, it always is in favor of Joe Biden. There's been no glitches and no mistakes in favor of our president. Tell me that don't smell funny. This started a long time ago. I believe that in 2016, Hillary Clinton set up this thing, this agreement with, uh, with uh, Dominion, and this was supposed to have been her election in 2016. She was supposed to have won, and that's why Newsweek put out this, uh, this magazine, The Morning Of, and had it shipped out and everything, and, and we was all expecting Madam President on the cover of Newsweek. They just wanted to be the first ones to post. Everybody called it. They all said Donald Trump wasn't going to win, that he was a loser, he would never be president, and Hillary Clinton was gonna win, she's gonna slam him. But it was just the opposite. And I think it was because they didn't count on the turnout. They didn't count on the red Trump wave. The Trump train, the red wave, they didn't count on any of that. And so they didn't play their cards right. They didn't have the the votes switched They're going to do an overkill now. The Biden people are doing, they're making it so obvious that there's cheating. They're not even trying to make it look legit. If you're going to throw a thousand votes to to Joe Biden, don't make it a hundred percent, throw a hundred in there for Trump. But they're dumping a hundred twenty eight hundred thirty eight thousand votes for Biden in the middle of the night, zero votes for Trump. This is madness. This is a definition of insanity. And it started years ago, back before the election. Democrats filed hundreds of lawsuits to remove security protocols from mail and balance. They knew that this was going to be an issue later on in the past. They wanted to push it. They wanted to make this something they can utilize. When Hillary Clinton's plan failed in 2016, they had to start working on something different, another plan. But in 2018, President Trump signed an executive order, and I'll put this link also in the notes, he signed an executive order to bring law and order and structure to secure the voting procedures in the United States. Because we can't trust our elections, we can't trust our system, so what are we going to trust in? I mean, I trust in God, but I'm talking right now, I'm talking about the political side of me, the political side of this thing. We have to have a system that we can rely on, something that's trustworthy. And then in 2019, late 2019, the coronavirus happened in China, the Wu flu. The Wu flu was released and it started spreading across the country and the Democrats saw an opportunity. You gotta understand by this point, the system has been updated. So we're looking at four years of updates, upgrades in, uh, in the Dominion voting system. And so we're ready for round two. We have these 22 ballot machines placed by the Democrats and battleground states. I shouldn't say they're placed by the Democrats because some, some other states, like I want to say Georgia and Texas. No, Georgia, I'm sorry. Georgia ignored the law or the, uh, they, they ignored the warnings that came with these systems because everybody knew that they were vulnerable to hacks because of the programs. The programming was not secure. They are vulnerable to hacking. It's my understanding that Texas didn't jump in the pool, though. Georgia ignored the warnings. But now they're in all the battleground states, particularly in the liberal cities. So the Democrats pushed this mail-in ballot thingy, right? And then in 2020, we have this election going on in Pennsylvania. Conveniently and unconstitutionally changed the election laws just prior to Election Day. On election day, Democrats kicked out Republican poll watchers. They even boarded their windows and stopped counting in the middle of the night. Come on, a water main break. We all went to bed and Trump was super in the lead. Super, are you so far in the lead? It was the landslide that I was telling people we were going to have. The landslide victory. But no, they had to stop counting. We're just going to stop counting tonight. When has that ever happened in the history of ballot counting? We're just going to stop counting tonight. We're tired. We're going to go to bed. And then suddenly in the middle of the night, tens of thousands of ballots are dropped off. And we wake up next morning and Biden's in the lead. Thousands of votes switched from Trump to Biden. A zero at one particular point, was added to 1,280 votes for Biden, making it 128,000 votes, and not a single one of them were for Trump. People, it's mathematically impossible to drop 1,280 votes, and all of them are 100% Biden. But then you're going to you're going to typo this, right? You're going to typo it, and say there's a glitch in the machine and it changes to 128,000 votes? Come on, come on. And also late ballots are being uh, uh, backdated. There's also witnessed testimony and affidavits swearing the validity of this, that late ballots are being backdated, coming in late and being backdated to November 3rd so they could be counted. And these poll judges, the liberal poll judges are telling people not to be double checking the signatures, to be boarding up the windows so nobody can look in, kicking out Republican poll watchers. This is fraud. This is a hijacking. This is the biggest farce in the history of farces. So in the end, we're looking now, it looks like Biden has 8 million more votes than Barack Obama did. A senile child sniffing man that can't string together one intelligible sentence has 8 million more votes than Barack Obama? Come on, you can't believe this stuff. And I can't be making it up. Because Trump also had record votes. He had the highest Republican turnout in history. He even beat his own record of over 6 million votes from previous his previous election, 2016. He got record black votes, record Latina votes, and still lost to Biden? And zero glitches or mistakes have favored Trump. Wow. Sorry if I'm getting a little excited. I got to I a zen here, Bring my voice back down. When I start getting excited, I get this high-pitched thing going on, and I don't have a radio voice. I'm bringing it back down. I'm trying to calm down now. And then I find out that 10... 1000 non-registered votes were brought in to Nevada 10,000 wow i got to tell you november 3rd i stayed up late i stayed up late to watch the red wave and when i saw the funny stuff starting to happen i started to scratch my head what is going this ain't right and then fox news what has happened to Fox News. Do you know that Judge Janine Pirro and her show Justice with Judge Janine was suspended because of her coverage of the corruption of the election cycle? That is disgusting. And it reminds me of the time during I believe it was the five when Harris Faulkner was had her had her she was running things at the time during this particular part of the show, but somebody brought up George Soros. It was Newt Gingrich, he brought up Newt, uh, George Soros, and they shut him down. We are not talking about George Soros. He has nothing to do with this, and what you're saying is untrue, and it's public knowledge of what he was saying was accurate. Newt Gingrich is not going to be giving us fake news, but they shut him down, just like they shut down Judge Jeanine. And then they start, before that, you know, this started some time ago with Fox, but during the election cycle, they started calling all these started calling these states for Biden when we were less than one percent in, and even a conservative state like Arkansas was called for Biden so early on. Here's something most people won't know: this uh, Michigan guy. This is like I can't remember his first name. Michigan. That's called. He's got this 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 group of people that calls uh, these states during the election uh, reg, uh, rigmarole. This Michigan, he was a Hillary voter. He voted for Hillary Clinton, and he supported—I don't know why he voted in 2020—but he supported Joe Biden. If you're going to be calling elections for news media, maybe it's an important thing that you don't have a bias. Maybe it's important that you that nobody finds out who you voted for. Maybe it's important that you don't show your bias by calling states for Biden and then refusing. You know what? If it comes out that Arkansas, I'm sorry, that, yeah, that Arkansas flips, that it should never have been called for Biden, I hope he eats crow. Because there was almost nothing left but conservative counties when he called for Biden. And it could have went to Trump and it makes me think that he has some inside knowledge into all this, this, this fraud, all this scheming that's going on. I believe very much so. And so, conservatives started turning off Fox. They were frustrated. They started, they started leaving Fox in droves. And guess who they went to? Newsmax. They started going to News. I was watching Newsmax, and they were covering it. Up. They were covering. They were covering how people were leaving Fox and coming to their network and Fox was hollering and screaming and hollering about it and guess what then all of a sudden after people started leaving Fox and going to Newsmax then they started covering the scheme then they started covering how people were leaving then we started learning about hammer and how people in the deep state are driving uh, um, this 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 program to change votes from Biden or excuse me from Trump to Biden oh I'll put that on there too that was on Fox business There's a lot of scheming on the left going on right now, and I have a—I'm very suspicious that Fox knew all about it, and especially that Michigan guy, and it's sickening because what we are battling right now, people, what we are fighting right now, this is is liberty versus tyranny. I don't care what side of the fence you're on, if you're left, right, red, blue, Republican, Democrat, if you can't trust— The process, then we have nothing to take our country forward. Who's to say that if we don't have a good process, that the conservatives might cheat later on down the road, that we might cheat and throw things over to the right, that we might cheat and throw things into the red column? I have a sneaky suspicion that the liberals know that the right doesn't do that because conservatives have morals, they have values, and that's why we have a higher standard. They know our standards are high. They know our morals are high. And they know we're not going to cheat. But they do, they do it. And that's how they're gonna scam the American people. Anyway, Biden's been proclaimed the president-elect by the media. Let me just say that again. The media, no state, not a single state has certified the election for their state. Not a single electoral college has been submitted. The media cannot proclaim a winner. Meanwhile, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and all of his sheep are dancing in the streets. Only the electoral college and the legislature can do that. And here's the crazy thing, people. The Republicans control both legislators in the battleground states. And Biden is already outlining mandates to control COVID. He's already talking about vaccines. He's already talking about mandatory masks. I got news for you, Mr. Biden. Just because you're the president doesn't mean you can make people do things. You can't make people wear masks. There has to be a law. And I'm guaranteeing if there's a law, it's going to be unconstitutional because it's unconstitutional to make healthy people wear a mask. And you're going to have to get that law passed the Senate, which, oh, wait, you don't have control of that. So even if you were to be president, even if you did take the first four years, you don't have the Senate. So you can push your unconstitutional executive orders. And everybody, all my listeners know how I feel about executive orders. They're unconstitutional. But this is what's going to happen. He's going to push this stuff down our throats and expect us to drink it. He's going to pinch our nose and pour it down our throats. I'll tell you something else I'm thinking is coming down the pike. I think he's going to be in contact with these uh, Democrat-controlled states, and he's going to start encouraging them to stop pushing COVID testing. You know what that's going to do? If you're not testing COVID, the numbers are going to drop. Once the testing is stopped, COVID will be neutralized. And guess who's going to be the hero? That's one idea I have. But I also think that there's a a globalist agenda, that they want to keep pushing this COVID issue and masks and vaccines because Bill Gates has something sneaky up his sleeve and it ties in with vaccines and it ties in with 5G. That's a whole other show, though. It's a whole other show. So I was listening to uh, some of Trump's attorneys earlier. I listened quite a bit to Ruli Giuliani today. And he's uh, he set to challenge votes in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Nevada, Wisconsin, Michigan. He also claims to have mathematicians that will testify that it's mathematically impossible to come back and take the lead with the amount of votes that were available. They had to have some manufactured ballots sitting around or brought in. Additionally, the dominion voting system, they were throwing votes in conservative counties to Biden two to one. This caught the attraction of some conservatives. So when they got to look at the software and they looked at it, it was discovered that the votes were actually two to one in favor of Trump. It was like this in a a lot of places. 47 counties in Michigan are using these same machines that mysteriously throw Republican votes to Democrats. Isn't it ironic that not a single glitch in the system has favored a Republican? You cannot tell me this isn't rigged. You cannot tell me this system has not been hijacked. I hate all this electronic stuff. I can't stand it. I wish we could do away with it. And just go back to old-fashioned ballots. No absentee ballots unless you're in the military. No late ballots. No uh, mail-in ballots. Just walk into the polls on November 3rd. If you're not available, that's too bad. You should have made better arrangements. It's frustrating to know that
0: we're,
1: what we're up against here. I don't... I, look, I want the, I want the conservative guy to win. Everybody knows on this show that all my listeners, readers, the listeners, they know that I'm biased. I want Trump to win. And I won't be happy if any liberal wins, ever. But I can accept it and I'll call him my president and it'll be hard, hard hard pill to swallow. But I want it to be done fairly, fairly. How can we be a constitutional republic with a democratic form of government? If the people are cheating, I've, I'm sad for my country. I'm sad for the, the blood that has been shed for our freedoms because nobody bled so that we could cheat each other. Your rights are not more important than mine. It's not okay for you to cheat and take away my vote. Every 10,000 votes that were duplicated is 10,000 votes that was done righteously. It's disgusting. It's sickening. And there's a lot of hate and a lot of hearts out there. What would drive an American to do this? Nothing but hate. A little bit later, I'm going to flip this over to a little bit brighter side. There is a good news to this. Talk about that a little bit. Trump attorney, uh, he's got all kinds of attorneys. This one's late name is Sidney Powell. She says a 450,000 ballots were dropped that only had Biden marked and no other candidate. 450,000 Almost half a million ballots dropped. It just said Biden. That was it. No other candidates on the entire sheet was marked. Just Biden. Does that sound legit to you? It doesn't sound legit to me. All that being said, I would highly encourage everybody. Fox has sold their souls to Soros. They've sold their souls to the left. They've sold their souls to the the globalists. Head over to Newsmax. You can find Newsmax. I, I bought a Roku from Walmart. And I plugged it in. I, I pay f- probably fifty-five dollars a month. I I have a lot of channels on there. I just go in. I add Newsmax. They have free apps. You can stream them. You can find Newsmax everywhere. Dump the Fox. Get rid of them. They're sellouts. And I hate to say that because I love, I love Tucker Carlson. I love Judge Janine. I love Hannity. I love Mark Levin. I love Laura Ingram, there's a few good people on there, but they're owned now, and it's not going to be long before they're shut down. (sighs) I got to tell you, watching all the jubilation in the street, all the people dancing around celebrating, has anybody ever got so excited they couldn't hardly contain themselves just to have their rug pulled out from underneath them, to have their dreams shattered, it's a miserable feeling, and I'm telling you right now that the jubilation you see on the street is going to turn to chaos, unlike anything we've ever seen. And I don't want that to happen, but I'm glad that's going to happen in the name of righteousness. Because if Trump won legit, then we need to, we need to deal with the violence. Now, I'll tell you now, though, the people that are running those, those liberal states and the liberal cities— They don't care, their cities will burn. I know this message won't get to Trump. I know he doesn't listen to the rising republic, but if he did, if he were to listen, I would say for a year, these liberals have let their cities burn and they're going to call on you at some point for help and aid. I wouldn't do it, I would not do it because they allowed it to happen. They let their cities burn. They want all the credit, none of the blame. Everything positive that happens in their cities and states, they take it. Everything bad that happens, it's Trump's fault. And I hope our president doesn't fall for it. As far as the, uh, the masks goes, I don't know how this is going to go, if Biden's going to win or not. I, I, I'm hopeful that he's going to lose. But if he does and he pushes these the mask mandates, I won't wear a mask just because. You can't tell me to wear a mask. I'm a healthy American. I've already had the Wu flu. I'm not going to do it. Some things are worthy to fight for. Standing in the face of tyranny, standing in the face of fear, confronting fear and hatred. This is the job of every conservative. This is the job of every Christian. We shouldn't be overtaken because we've read the end of the book. We know how this thing plays out. On a religious principle, I'm going to refuse the vaccine because I believe that it's going to lead to the mark of the beast. The book of Revelations teaches us that we're not going to be able to buy, sell, or trade without the mark. And the mark is going to come by some form of whether it be injection, implantation, insertion. It's going to be embedded inside of us. This is coming. and I hate to say this to you guys right now, but we need, it's going to get worse before it gets better. But we need to hold on to our faith. We need to remain strong in adversity. Because sometimes God shakes things up in this world. He shakes things violently just so those who stand will remain. Those who won't be shaken will stay. We have to keep the faith. We cannot cave in. We cannot drink the Kool-Aid. We cannot believe in the left. We cannot give in. Anybody who concedes to it, the Bible tells us, is damned. You cannot swear an allegiance to anything but God. You can pledge an allegiance to your flag as long as you put God first. Pledge allegiance to your country as long as you put God first. Pledge allegiance to anything you want to as long as you put God first. But when you put something in your body that you can't do anything without, that is putting God second. That is just the opposite. That is not trusting in God. That you alter your body so that you can't buy, sell, or trade without it. That you don't need God. You don't believe in God because the country will take care of you that is not good that is the wrong way that's the wrong road that is the wide way that the bible talks about straight and narrow is the way that leads to eternal salvation but broad is the way that leads to damnation and we got to be careful not to follow that track. but the left cares very little about all that because it is the doctrine of the left to put your emotions first. If it feels good, do it. If it makes you happy, do it. There's no moral standard. There's no religious standard. Put yourself first. Forget about everybody else. Make yourself happy. That's all that matters. I call that feel-goodism. And it's what the left believes in. And they care very little about righteousness. They care very little they, look, a few shows ago, I had Ryan Scow on, my sh- on, on here on the, on the Rising Republic, and he talked to me about the years of gaslighting that the American people have been subjugated to. And it's especially bad with the newer people, the newer generation, those in their 20s and 30s. They haven't been exposed to social graces. They sit in front of a computer, and they build their social skills on a keyboard, and they don't know what it's like to read facial expressions, to build a rapport with someone based on emotions, on body language. And there's this sense of entitlement for everything that they do. And the movement has been to subjugate the right to the left, to push the socialist agenda, to get rid of capitalism because socialism has worked in every country, right? Everywhere where socialism has been implemented, it's, it's worked, right? No, it hasn't. But if you think about the, the, the spirits that are running this world, working behind the shadows, working behind the curtains, principalities and powers and rulers in high places and dark places that we can't see with our human eyes, they are running things and they are doing things, trying to destroy America. And it's the weak-minded, it's those who are lost, those who are not in the truth, who are falling to the wayside, who's drinking this Kool-Aid, who's believing it. They are the sheep of the world, and they're just follow blindly, whatever they're told, whatever they hear, whatever the mainstream media wants to feed them, they buy into it. Hence, Trump is a racist. Trump is a homophobe. Trump is xenophobic. Trump is destroying our country. These are members of the media that have either been sold out completely or they're gaslit. Either way, they got Kool-Aid all over their face. Listen to this. This is CNN's political commentator, Van Jones. Listen, I'm just going to leave this here where it's at. I'm not even going to commentate after it. This is ludicrous. This is how gaslit this guy is. Listen. Van, what are your thoughts?
0: Uh, it's, um... Well, it's easier to be a parent this morning. It's easier to be a dad. It's easier to, it's easier to tell your kids character matters. It matters. Telling the truth matters. Being a good person matters. And it's easier for a whole lot of people. If you're Muslim in this country, you you don't have to worry if the president doesn't want you here. If you're an immigrant, you don't have to worry if the president's gonna be happier to have babies snatched away or send send dreamers back for no reason. This is vindication for a lot of people who have really suffered. You know, the, the I can't breathe. You know, that wasn't just George Floyd. That was a lot of people that felt they couldn't breathe. Every day you're waking up and you're getting these tweets and you just don't know, and you're going to the store and, and people who have been...
1: Okay, imagine how disappointed he's going to be if he wakes up in a few days and finds out that the guy with character Cheated his way into the president's office. And the man that he was told is a racist, the man he was told has bad character, the man he was told is snatching babies and dreamers and immigrants and sending them out of the country for no reason at all. Wait till he, he finds out that that person is actually the president. The most disturbing part about that Van Jones segment that I just aired that I said I wasn't going to talk about, but I apparently lied to my people and uh, I'm talking about it now. The most disturbing part of that is, he has no proof whatsoever, no evidence whatsoever, to any of his allegations. Trump has never plucked babies out of anybody's hands and sent them over the border. He's never ruined the lives of dreamers. He's, he's, he's. There's no evidence of him being racist. Nothing he says, none of the shares, none of the tears he is shedding, are real. None of it is based on fact. They're all based on what he has been fed and he is weak-minded and he has believed it. This is why we have to educate our people, ourselves. We have to educate ourselves. We can't trust upon the government or the media to spoon feed us things. And we have to have our faith in God. We can't put our faith in man. We can't put our faith in country. We have to put our faith in God and trust he's going to do the right thing. This guy has everything backwards. He is so emotionally unstable. He should probably just give up what he's doing because it's apparent that he cannot be unbiased as a journalist or even a commentator with that much hate in his heart. He is way off the rocker and everything that he spewed was lies and hate. Anyway, look, we are at, uh, well, we're at 40 minutes. This is going to be a short episode of the rising Republic. I just want to remind everybody that, uh, The Rising Republic is listener-supported, right? So be sure to subscribe on all major podcasting applications. Also, don't forget to check out The Rising Republic Video Bites on YouTube. To join my newsletter, head over to www.ldouglashogan.com and register. I can also be followed on Facebook at Honor Your Oath and on Amazon.com where you can find my books. I got post-apocalyptic books on there, and I got some Patriot books that are non-fiction. Remember to keep your finger straight and off the trigger until you're ready to fire. And always keep your weapon pointed in the safe direction. I'm L. Douglas Hogan. Thank you for listening to The Rising Republic. I love you all. God bless.